Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wine Down. I'm and I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us this week. First, a word from our sponsor, JH&R Associates. If on the wrong side of the wrong side of the law, then they're the firm for you. They can handle everything, and I mean everything from bail to breaks to stitches. Not going to ask. J&R and Associates so fix all of your legal problems. If you don't know, J H and R Associates. Tammy, I think you need to start asking more questions before you just start cashing checks for our sponsors. I'm I'm trying to figure out what's the wrong side of the wrong side. Is that the right side? Like <laughs> you would want to know. <laughs> um, thank you, sponsors. <laughs> I figure for you on that side. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you 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 might need them to handle some breaks and some stitches. Never mind. Um, so this week we get down to the beat of Boz Lerman's latest epic, Elvis, starring Austin Butler in a star-making turn as the iconic and controversial Elvis Presley, the man who shook, rattled, and rolled his way onto top of the music scene in the early fifties and held it firmly in his grip until his untimely death at the age of 42. So, Tammy, what did you think about Elvis? Was it a platinum hit or a cheap gold-plated flop? Um, what I will say is it is going to be a platinum hit for some. And um, I think for his, for his fans, um, for people who were fans of um, Elvis, I, I can see them enjoying... Um, just kind of seeing the rise and fall and then the rise again of his career. Um, but I will be honest, I wasn't a fan of Elvis before I watched this movie, and I'm still not a fan of Elvis after watching the movie. Um, yeah, I, I, as I was watching it, um, it was hard to separate the man from the music. Um, and I have a lot of thoughts. And, um, and I'm excited to, to hear those thoughts. Yeah, and it and it it's hard, and so I kind of want to do it in two ways. Like you said, not a fan of Elvis, and I get that. Um, I have mixed feelings about Elvis because, as I said, I I did I I do I am a fan in certain aspects of Elvis, and I understand the controversy. We can talk about that later. So, just from this standpoint of Let's separate, let's break this conversation down into two parts. Let's just talk about the movie first, and then we can talk about Elvis himself. Um, what did you think about the movie? Do you, it's not as far as it making you a fan, but just the movie itself. Did you like it? See, I, I can't separate that. So, like, I was talking to a couple people, and like, my mindset was when I watch movies that is a reflection of. Um, a famous person's life. Um, I kind of watch it on, does this change my mindset, the mindset that I had of them before watching the movie? And sometimes it does, and sometimes it, does, it doesn't. And um, so for this one, a movie as a whole, I'm going to be honest, like I was bored. And I think yeah, I, I, I was bored. Um, it was too long. It's two and a half hours long. And there was a lot of things that they could have cut out. 
a lot of things. There are some points where I wish they had emphasized certain um, scenes a little bit more um, to put more of a reflection on his life and who he was. But um, it was too long. And the more it dragged on, um, the less interested I was, if I'm being honest. What about you? Okay. Um, I first will say this. I, I, I kind of agree with you on that. Um, in some places, it was too long. Um, and I think Bob Lerman, I think he tried to throw in too much and tried to make us believe too much that wasn't necessary. Yeah, I, I it was long. Um, I have mixed feelings about it. I will say this. Austin Butler, one thing I'm not confused about, one clear-cut thoughts about on this movie. Austin Butler did a fan-fucking-tastic job as Elvis Presley. I will agree um, with you on that. He was amazing. He was every embodiment of Elvis Presley in this movie. Um, if When it starts, at, and I want to say this, not as far as the movie itself, but just far, as far as performance, I think we just saw our first Oscar-worthy um, performance of the year. He needs to be in that conversation come award season time. And if he is not, um, then I think the Academy will have more questions about legitimacy and everything else to, to answer because he did the damn thing. He made, whether or not you loved Elvis or not, whether or not you necessarily thought this was the best, a great movie, he did a great job in that role. So um, I can say that. And um, after the fact, I didn't want to watch a lot about the movie. Um, I didn't want to read a lot of the reviews, although it was getting great reviews. I didn't watch any of the interviews um, or any of his press tour before the movie. I waited till after to do that. But he did do a, the singing and dancing himself um, and playing guitar. And he's not a singer after type person or anything like that. So um I, I can commend him on the job that he did as Elvis. And th there's no controversy about that in my mind. There are no questions. There's no confusions. I'm just saying it clear cut. He did a fantastic job as Elvis. So can we, is that one of the things that we could kind of just get out there that's unquestioned about the movie? Well, yeah, I, watching the movie, I will say he embodied Elvis so much that there were parts in the movie where I couldn't tell if it was clips of the actual Elvis or if it was Austin Butler. Yeah, that that's how good. And they didn't use the clips of actual Elvis until the very end. Um, they, when they were, didn't even know that. <laughs> um, yeah. So like his last performance in Vegas where they were like, he could barely stand up. That's when they juxtaposed and the actual Elvis. And then they start showing pictures of actual, of real Elvis with, Priscilla and his life and then it kind of fades to black so um, yeah he was he was great in that role and I definitely would put him in the Oscar conversation um, and I don't say that a lot I kind of try to wait and see when we get closer to award season but I definitely think he from what I've seen he needs to be in that conversation most definitely just for what he did um, the movie itself was interesting um, it wasn't great um, I, I think it skirted a lot of, uh, uh, skirted around a lot of issues, um, especially the issues, um, of race. Um, 
and Elvis's controversial, I don't know, let's just say he was the original culture vulture, um, which he has been called many times. And I think for this movie to have had um, pretty much carte blanche from his family and his, his estate um, to tell the story and to clarify a few things, it didn't do it or it tried to do it way too subtly. And I think it, it had a lot more room to clear up a lot more than what it did. Um, so I, I appreciate, having said that, I do appreciate the way that it finally gave voice and space and acknowledgement to the Black museums, musicians and creators who inspired and influenced and even befriended Elvis um, in his earlier years. Uh, you know, like Sister Rosetta Thorpe, um, Little Richard, B.B. King. And I even had to look it up for myself. He and B.B. King really were great friends. Um, they really were good, good friends. And so um, I, I want to look that up. Um, the original singer of the Hound, of Hound Dog, Big Mama Thornton, um, you know, she never really got credit for creating that song, turning it into a number one hit on the R&B charts. Um, before Elvis, it became his biggest hit. Um, but she only made $500 off of that song. And so every time she would go and perform it afterwards in concerts, people would think that she was covering an Elvis song without realizing, no, Elvis was covering a Big Mama, uh, a Big Mama Thornton song. So I, I think that um, it acknowledged it, but I think it acknowledged those things a little bit too subtly. What about you? Oh, yeah, he culturally appropriated um, his style, his sound, um, the actual music, because I I didn't know that. Um, I was not, like, I didn't know necessarily songs that were sung by Elvis. Like, I couldn't name the names of them. So when I was hearing them in the movie, I was like, oh, oh, okay, that was Elvis. Okay. But then to see that, um, that sound, like, you, you got to witness the sound coming from um, the Black community of Memphis and then him taking it and, you know, um, putting it out there to, uh, you know, the white population and them eating it up um, until it became too much for them. And then all of a sudden, you know, threw them under the bus. But, um, but yeah, like it, like, you know, people have talked about it for decades. Um, that he stole black music and made a fortune off of stealing our sound. Yeah, and Little Richard said it himself. He he had a complicated relationship with Elvis. That part was true. Um, to a certain point, they were friends, but he also acknowledged that hey, Little Richard is the self-proclaimed king of rock and roll. You know, uh, the media gave that title to, to Elvis, but Little Richard was. And if Little Richard had been white, then imagine what he would have done. And if Elvis had been black, he would have never been Elvis, the Elvis Presley that we know um, today. And one of the things is, I, on one hand, I, I think the movie went too far to try to put it all at the Colonel's feet. Um, now, granted, knowing who the Colonel was, um, it, it tried too hard to convince us, I think, that Elvis was just this naive little hick born in Tupelo fucking Mississippi, um, the backwoods of Mississippi, 
um, after his father's, you know, put in jail for writing bad checks, they kind of mo- they moved to Memphis, and he grows up, and he he did grow up around black people. That part was true. Even when they lived in Tupelo, he lived in the black part of town. When they moved to Memphis, he lived in the black part of town. He hung out in the black neighborhoods. He hung out with black people. He hung out on Bill Street. All of that is true. But I think it went too far to try to convince us that he he was just the colonel's puppet in all of this. Um, and part of me, I understand to an extent, especially given the time, why he didn't speak out um, with McCarthyism, with everything else that was going on in the time. I get that. But as he, as he got more power, especially, um, and I don't know if it was an actual real conversation that he had with B.B. King about, you know, I know he. I know that it was true. The newspaper clippings and articles and headlines, those were true. They threatened to arrest him. He was banned from certain television shows. Um, there were certain shows that he did that they would only show him from the neck up. Like they wouldn't show, when Elvis was on the show, they wouldn't show him from anything but the neck up or the waist up. Um, I know they thought he was pornographic because of the way he moved his hips and all that. Um, the part about him going into the military and all of that. To avoid jail so but also knowing that who he was and the power that he garnered he wasn't immune to that he he wasn't he couldn't have been that naive to that where he didn't um where he 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 didn't have more of a voice to speak out especially um when the civil rights movement was at its full height he could have been one of those to to speak out and join that so I can't believe, and again, it's not one of those things we'll ever truly know. Um, I can't believe that it was just him being quiet just because the colonel wouldn't let him speak out. And so that was one of the things that I didn't like about the movie is it, it just made him seem like he, he, was, he was too stupid to, to even realize what was going on. He was just a puppet. Does that make sense? Yes, I disagree with you just a little bit, but yes. I understand what you're saying. What do you what do you disagree with? Um, I think that it is harder to speak out than people think with the more power that you have because your power is based on your popularity. And what people don't realize is with celebrities, your popularity and your fame can be taken from you at any point. Um, when the conservative population focuses on someone oh, they can make you enemy number one um, in the country. So I think although he had a lot of power, and this is me looking at, so when you were talking about, um, you know, the power that he had and how he could speak out, um, sorry to bring it up (laughs) because I know we talk about them too much, but I think of BTS. Um, I think of the fact that BTS has so much power and they don't speak up on... um, the things that are going on in their society. Um, They make very blanket statements. um, But at the end of the day, like they're not forceful um, to it. So I think it's harder than, um, than it seems to use that power without the fear of losing um, everything that you have earned. um, and I get yeah. that from the BTS point of view. And that kind of goes into my, that kind of, I, like I said, I understand why he didn't speak up. And I, especially given that time, um, and especially considering that 
uh, like you said, you you kind of you proved the point, and maybe I wasn't as clear. Um, I don't like the way they made it seem like it was just the colonel's voice reason. It was just it was all the colonel that it was that the colonel was the only reason he didn't speak up. Like I'm saying, he he had more power than the movie was trying to let, lead us to believe. Like he was just this dumb naive hick. I get that. Um, whether or not he chose to remain silent, some of it was him. Does that make more sense? Yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 I get it. I just, even if it was him, I think that um, from a, I don't know, like I, I would more understand not speaking up. I think that um, being famous, um, I'm a very, very outspoken person. Um, I don't know if I would be as outspoken as I am about my viewpoints um, of what I think about what's going on in society if I had the fame um, that he has or I had the fame that like, you know, somebody like Beyonce has or something like that. I think yeah. it is harder to speak up. It takes guts and some people do it, but you can even see people who speak up. They don't do it to the full force that they should do it. Um, they, they're still towing a line. So I think that I can understand him making the choice, but also in the back of his head being persuaded by the people that surrounded him who yeah. were mooching off of him his whole entire life. Yeah. And, and, and you, you hit the nail on the head with BTS uh, in, in a certain situation. I understand why they don't speak up a lot, especially when they're at home because Korea, South Korea, even as, even though it's light years ahead of, North Korea and its politics and its culture is still a very, very conservative society. And so I get that. Um, whereas in America, we're more outspoken. But um, so that was just the thing. I don't like how they how they tried to put the blame on all of Elvis's decisions on the colonel. He was a he he knew he knew what he could and couldn't do. Um, and so and and having said that, because of the time it the time that he lived in, the time that all this happened, is it fair to call him a culture vulture? Is it fit? I mean, so that that's the other part. I, I'm not saying he wasn't, but is it fair giving that what we know about society at that time? Yes. Why would you say that? It doesn't I'm matter. Dis, I'm, it, I'm not disagreeing. No, no, no. Uh, it doesn't matter what the time is. Cultural appropriation is cultural appropriation. Um, we can always make an excuse of at the like. Okay, so it's. I'm gonna give a very extreme um, example. It's the same thing as at one point it was okay in society to use the N word. It was okay in society to call a grown man a boy, right? So it's like, is it? still okay to call them racist that they refer to them that way if that was the the times yes it is so even as we understand that it was the times and everybody was basically doing it that doesn't take away from the fact that he culturally appropriated our community and made millions off of us Okay. I, I can't say I disagree. I just, you know, I just, I'm not disagreeing. I know, you're playing the devil's advocate, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's just interesting. Like I said, I have a very, my fandom of Elvis is very complicated and very interesting. I'll explain a little bit more of that in a minute. I just kind of want to 
to get through the movie before we talked about the man. Like I said, it's kind of, it's kind of, it is really hard to separate the two. Um, It's hard to separate the two. Um, I was actually surprised when you said you wanted to do this. (laughs) I I only did this movie for Eddie because I know she's a fan of Elvis. Yeah, to a certain like I said, that's a very complicated thing. I'll explain <laughs> that in a moment. Um, so what did you think about Tom Hanks's performance as the Colonel? Trash. Because you didn't like the Colonel or you didn't like his performance? I didn't like his performance. I felt it was trash. Really? What made it trash? I just feel that I felt a little like it was honed in a little bit. Like I just I didn't I didn't feel his performance. Maybe it's because of the character that he played, but Tom Hanks has not always played the best characters, but um, I just, I didn't feel it. Maybe, like, maybe the Colonel felt fake to me as a character anyway. So because he felt so fake to me in such a caricature um, villain that I just couldn't get into Tom Hanks' performance. So um, maybe that's better than saying that it was just trash. I mean, Tom Hanks is one of the best actors in the business and you got to give him credit for that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't feel it. I, yeah. I, I wasn't feeling it. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I thought he did a good job as the Colonel, but I, there was something kind of off. And I, like I said, I waited till after we saw the movie or after we saw the movie to watch their interviews and stuff like this. And so his wife and Priscilla Presley, Elvis's ex-wife are really good friends, Rita um, Wilson, and they do, they've done charities and stuff like that together. So um, what she did is she brought Priscilla over to their house um, to, to talk to him. And um, one of the other guys, Jerry Schilling, the other guy in the movie who was trying to get him away from the colonel, brought, him to the, brought them to the house to talk about the colonel in the relationship. And he said that he was expecting them to really have bad things to say about the colonel. Um, but they didn't. Um, you know, they they that they said he was not necessarily a good man, that he was shady. Um, And every time Elvis wanted to do something, he found a way to convince him to do otherwise. So that part was true. So I, it's just kind of like, wow. And when they did take him to court to get the money back, um, I think it was in the late eighties, early eighties, he came off the money. So um, it, it was just like, wow, but there's no doubt he was a con man and Elvis was his greatest con. And they say the best part of a con is to layer it in a little bit in the truth. So you told Elvis from the beginning that you were a con man, that you were the snowman and you helped people see what they wanted to see. Um, and then you proceeded to basically con Elvis, um, you know, uh, but like I said, I, I didn't it wasn't necessarily to me that he was just this in the beginning. Yes. I could see him being this naive little boy uh, from Mississippi because they, everyone agrees all the articles, all the books I've read, he was a weird kid. He was an outlier, you know, Um, one of the kids. And so um, I get that, but yeah, I don't know. I, the, the dumb hick, I, I don't know who, 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 just followed the colonel blindly all his life. I don't believe that part, um, but you know. Um, but uh, so, having said that, 
um, I am a fan of Elvis and I became a fan reluctantly. Um, it was kind of forced up on me and how that happened is I had, I had never really been a fan of Elvis's movies, but I had a friend when I was young in sixth grade and we lived in Lubbock, Texas of all places. And um, she was my best friend. We moved away down here and I went back to visit her for the summer. And she was like, let's watch movies. And I'm like, okay, what movies? She goes, we're going to watch Elvis movies. I'm like, hell no, I don't want to watch Elvis movies. I'm like, you know, I was like, Chuck D, fuck Elvis. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so, but I did, I gave it a chance and I actually liked his movies. Um, He was a good actor. And I, I liked his movies, his, and it kind of, the, now one question that the movie did explain to me or answer for me is why he stopped making certain kind of movies. Like his first few movies, some of the best Elvis movies were his dramatic movies, like Flaming Star, uh, Love Me Tender, even Jailhouse Rock. Uh, though his dramatic roles, he really was a good actor. And then once he came back from the military, it was all those like Frankie and Annette, Beach Boy singing type musicals. And they were good, Some, especially the earlier ones that he did when he first got out of the movie military. Um, G.I. Blues, uh, uh, Blue Hawaii is one, will always be one of my all time favorite Elvis movies, um, along with Love Me Tender and um, Jailhouse Rock. Yes, I've seen every single Elvis movie. Um, on his birthday or the anniversary of his death, they used to run, um, have Elvis movie marathons for the whole weekend on Turner Classic Movies. And so I've, I've seen every one of his movies at least once. Um, so I, I, I am a fan of his movies. Um, his music outside of his movies, it's hit or miss. I like, I, I do have some favorite Elvis songs. And I think my mom was mortified when I came back that summer talking about Elvis and Elvis movies. Um, But I can appreciate the fact that she let me make up my own mind about the man after that. Um, She didn't tell me I wasn't allowed to watch the movie. She didn't tell me, you know, um, she, 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 she has firsthand experience of of what Elvis mania was like um, during that time. So she, you know, um, and as I got older, my love of Elvis, I still like his movies, but I understood more so what made him so controversial. Um, I understood, I understand why he is such a controversial figure, especially in the Black community. Um, I cannot say that he isn't a culture vulture. Um, and and you saw it. Um, what was that part? I forgot what song it was, but they were in a club he was in the club with B.B. King and the guy was singing a song. He goes, oh, I should record that. Or I'm going to record that. And it's just like the nerve? <laughs> like, really? Well, B.B. told him that um, he'll make it even more famous than um, than the kid. Yeah, it was the Little Richard song. So mm-hmm. it, it, it was just like, wow. But yeah. Um, it, it was a lot. So is there any part of the movie that you did like? Was there a scene or a character that you particularly liked? There were multiple um, scenes that I I liked. I just think because it was so long, there was more boring scene. There were more boring moments than entertaining moments because of how long it is. Um, 
So I, I, I just, I like the overall story because like I said, I went into this, when I mean I knew nothing of Elvis, I knew nothing of Elvis. I really? didn't know what, yes, I didn't know what songs Elvis um, had sung. I didn't know what songs he was most famous for. I didn't know any of the names of his movies that he did. I knew nothing about his life. I knew the main players, like I knew who Elvis was. I knew what the name of his wife is, the name of his daughter. But other than that, I I went in there completely blind to El who Elvis was and how famous he was. I didn't realize Elvis was as huge because my whole thing when Elvis comes up is I struck my shoulders and I'm like, okay. Like, because so I look at it as in Jackson Five. Oh, I got you on that. The Beatles. I became a fan of the Beatles later in life. Um, but Elvis never. <laughs> like I never sat down to listen to anything. I still didn't listen to it. Usually, like when I'm driving home, I'll play like the soundtrack of the movie when it's a biopic. Did not do that. Um. So yeah. So it was. It it was definitely. Um. It was definitely interesting to see how he gained so much popularity. I thought it was absolutely ridiculous that they made such a huge deal out of his shaking his waist. I understand. I get the times. I get the times. But I rolled my eyes so many times to the stupidity of the response to him shaking his hips. I was like, and girls falling out and fainting. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that. Like, <laughs> like for real? I was like, come on. Like, they showed, like, one woman looking like she's having an orgasm in the audience. And I was just like, for real? I said, y'all are so repressed. You're they so are. repressed. Like, that you're literally... Oh my God. Oh my God. And I was just like, oh my God, shut up. Like, I'm sorry. Like that was ridiculous to me. I, I will say that was the most ridiculous thing that I I saw. Like I've heard of it, but to actually see it, I was like, that was ridiculous to me. I'm sorry. It was ridiculous. Um, I love the connection that he did have to the black community. He was a like he was what did you call it? A culture vulture? Mm -hmm. He was a culture vulture. Let's not let's not pussyfoot around that. Oh, sorry, my bad. I apologize. Let's not tiptoe around that <laughs> um oh wait so you're saying i'm the only one that's allowed to cuss and have and use a pop mouth like is that <laughs> no, no, no. it's not even no, no no it's not the curse it's the word that i use oh, <laughs> Just, as soon as i said it i felt so bad so my bad y'all i apologize for that i mean my bad see <laughs> You got my dirty mouth and my dirty mind going. My bad. Let's get back on track. But yeah, but I did know, like, let's not tiptoe around that. Like, he was a culture vulture. Um, he he did an amazing job of taking what he stole from our culture and making and like you know making his persona out of it and becoming you know um, the top selling <laughs> artist. So uh, that. I, I, I like knowing more about him because I never would have done it on my own. So it was interesting to kind of see it. I don't understand the ugly outfits that he wore. Still don't get it. Um, but I understand the popularity because I look at like artists that we have today and how perfect example of the group that we love um, of how like crazy people go over them. And I'm on the sidelines like y'all crazy like y'all toxic and psycho and like they were so there were good points it taught me a little bit more about him that I never knew it was really really interesting to kind of see how that went 
Um, I, I, I will say there were two scenes that absolutely broke my heart. Um, so the first scene is, of course, when um, his mom dies while he's um, in the war. And um, just sad because you could tell out of his mom and his dad, his dad was nobody to him, really. I, I, I just feel like his dad was there, but his mom was his rock. Um, so him losing his rock. And then um, the second that really made me sad was when you realize that his marriage to Priscilla was over. Um, that scene where he's walking around and you think he's going to be, oh, because like he's all on the women and she knows he's cheating on her and now he's publicly showing it. But um, when she like, you know, she says like that didn't matter to me. Like I knew it. And, you know, that's just that's just what it what it was. But when she finally walks out on him and, you know, they're having that last scene on the stairs, I thought that was just so heartbreaking um, to see that even though they loved each other, um, they couldn't be together. And when he says, when you're 40 and I'm 50, we're going to come back together. And to think that he only made it to 42, you know? Um, so yeah, so there were some really, really um, amazing parts of the movie that I enjoyed. Um, and then there were some parts that I could literally watch it again and just start slashing scenes out of the movie to make it better. Yeah, um, I, I, read, I read her autobiography um, when I was younger, and I'm sure she's probably written another memoir or something since then, but this, I think this is one of her first ones. I think it was called Elvis and Me or something like that, and she talked about it, and she, very clearly, they met when she was 16, he was 26, um, you know, that seemed to be a time. Um, they got married when she was 18, I think, <clears throat> when yeah, she so was actually when she was legal um and and she and she did know and it was it was a combination of the drugs and everything else and having a daughter um but he was the love of her life and she was the love of his and she did a great job of after he died protecting his legacy or trying to for their daughter um and that that was a heartbreaking scene um you know, he, he really, he really loved gospel music. Um, like I said, it, 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 his, his relationship to the black community um, is complicated, uh, I guess, in hindsight, in the history, and especially since now, he never lived, I guess, long enough to get to the point where he could actually clarify a lot of things himself um, in terms of what, how he really felt, um, what he did. Um, and like I said, I guess the movie tried to answer those questions, but it did so a little too subtly for my taste. Um, especially as a, a Black fan, um, I, 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 I can still consider myself a fan. Um, I, still, I still watch the movies um, if they're on. Sometimes I'll pull up one of my favorites. Like I said, I do... I can tell you his songs. I can tell you, uh, you know, his movies. He had over 600 songs. Uh, he never wrote a full song by himself. He, he was listed or given co-writing credit on a lot of those songs. Um, a lot of his songs 
were covers, especially in the early days um, of Black songs um, from rhythm artists, blues artists. Um, and I guess he was that cross, he took that position of where rock started in the Black community from rock and blues, you know, um, from that juxtaposition of he, he melded rock or blues and country together and it becomes this, I don't know, this different genre. Um, but yeah, um, it, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't do any, the movie, I'm with you, the movie didn't do anything to make my, my relationship to the fandom, it didn't do anything to make it less complicated, if that makes sense. Um, it didn't do anything to clear it up. If anything, it left me with more questions than answers. And I get it, it wasn't a straight on biopic. Um, in the beginning, it was kind of weird. Some of the things that threw me off were like that cartoon writing. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> and so I'm glad it calmed down, like, especially when you first met the colonel and it seemed like it was jumping from place to place. And I'm like, oh God, this is going to be so weird. So I'm glad it calmed down from that weirdness and it did kind of tell more of a linear story after we got out of this childhood. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm glad the story became more linear, but I'm with you. Her time telling different things. Um, he and his mom were very, very close. He was a mama's boy. Um, I think, and you know, we've talked about it. I, I think and comparing him to another tortured quote unquote genius, um, say what you want about Kanye West. He is a musical genius. Um, and he, and I, I, I'm not using it as an excuse, but he's one of those people who he never, he's never properly dealt with the grief and got over the loss of his mom. And Elvis was a lot of the same way. Um, not necessarily from the same vices, but, you know, it, it did break him when his mom died to a certain extent. I don't think he ever truly got over that. Um, one of the things is Graceland was her home. So no matter what else, he was determined to keep that because that was the place he bought for her, you know, um, so forth and so on. Um, I still have not, believe it or not, I still have not been to Graceland yet. Um, that is on my, that is on my list of places I want to see. Um, Memphis, I have not been to Memphis, Tennessee yet. I want to go to Memphis and I want to go eat some of that barbecue on Bill Street. I want to go to the blues clubs and the clubs on Bill Street. Um, I want to go see the hotel, um, a museum, but the hotel where uh, unfortunately um, Dr. King was shot. Um, so I, I would, Memphis is a city, is a historic city and it's a city that I want to tour and I want to see everything there is in Memphis. And um, I still haven't found anybody to go to Graceland with me. Do you want to go? I'm waiting for your signature. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's the funny thing. Um, I Nashville was always on my list of places to visit. Um, so when I was driving down here from um, Jersey, I made sure to put Nashville as our um, midway point. Um, mm -hmm. And stopping in Nashville and kind of like the the quiet experience that I had in Nashville because Memphis was ha Memphis has been on my list as well, uh, which is hilarious because like I said, not a fan of Elvis, but Graceland is like famous. It's a famous landmark of the United States. And um, so I did want to go to Memphis until I went to Nashville and 
just the quiet racism in Nashville kind of turned me off of visiting um, a Memphis. So I'd be open to going to Memphis. Um, I just have to, you know, go there knowing that at some point I'm going to see something that lets me know I am definitely in the deep Confederate South. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get used to it. I was in a bubble. I'm from the North. I was in a bubble. <laughs> um, yeah, so having said that, um, check out the, the site. Um, you know, I will put up some of my favorite songs and I will also put up um, a list of my top Elvis movies that I would recommend for anyone who likes Elvis movies. Um, and I don't know, I would say maybe I could get Tammy to watch one, but I also know that's going to be an absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. You right. You right on that one. Oh, so you, I'm you not, didn't get that statement. <laughs> I'll get my sound effect before I get her to watch an Elvis movie. Probably. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, let me get started on working on that. <laughs> Um, but having said that, what would you rate this movie? How many um, popcorns are you giving it? I'm going to be nice. Um, I will say, like, I've been saying it over and over again. It's really long. I wouldn't suggest you go see it in theater. It was extremely long. There was a lot of unnecessary scenes. But I agree with you that Austin Butler did a phenomenal job. Like, I mean, he was so in the role of Elvis. I told you, like, I did not know where Elvis ended and Austin began um, throughout the whole entire movie. And I, I'd probably say like, that's the first time where I could not tell the difference between the actual artist and the actor. Um, so I am going to give the movie 2.75 popcorns. Um, yeah, but I would just say, enjoy it from your home when it premieres on TV at some point rather than going to the theater. Yeah. Um I I'm I'm going to be I, I, I rate it a little bit higher than you, not much, just a little bit. Um just because of the nostalgia. It did bring up some nostalgia for me about Elvis and I went back and I looked up a lot of things like I wanted to know about his relationship with um bb king if it was real if it's something that they kind of sort of manufactured for the movie but it was indeed real um and vanity fair which i am going to link uh i'll link into the actual post as well they had a great article about his relationship um his complicated relationship in with the black community and black musicians at the time and what some of those musicians actually thought of him so i'll link that as well but um i will give the movie um 3.25 stars. Some of it's for my nostalgia. Um, some of it is just because Austin Butler, majority of it is because Austin Butler did a phenomenal job. It's one of those where the movie wasn't necessarily the best. Um, it could have been a little bit better. Um, but for the actor who played the role, he is what saved the movie because he was phenomenal. He was the embodiment of Elvis. Um, I'm all here for the Oscar talk. Um, if he is left out of the conversation, there should, someone should be trying to beat the Academy down. Um, so yeah, that is where I stand with Elvis. Um, have anything else to follow up? No. All right. 
So that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Please be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon, and iHeart. We are growing, growing, growing. Um, you can also keep up to date on the latest entertainment pop culture news as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the popcornwindown.com. That's it. That's the plus. Pop it up, pop, pop, pop. Um, <laughs> Thank you as always, and be sure to join us next week when we discuss the summer I turned pretty. So until next time, I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Bye. Peace.